Hey everybody, welcome to another ComedyLOL.com podcast. My name is Brandon, and this is a commercial. That's right, guys. A couple ways you can help out the podcast. The first way, you can donate. You can donate at ComedyLOL.com. Click on the Donate tab, and it'll take you to PayPal. Figure it out from there. Or... The easier way is to go to ComedyLOL.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the page and then do all your Amazon.com shopping. And we get a portion of that, a little bit of a percentage they'll send our way. And doesn't cost you any more. So thanks, guys, for your support. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Enjoy the episode. Whose motorcycle is this? It's a chopper, Horse. baby. Horse. Ned. Ned. Ned's dead, baby. Ned's dead. I didn't get the second Ned, but fuck it. That's alright. <laughs> oh, shit. This also makes me horny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> no, I wasn't gonna fuck you guys. Alright, all right, cool. <laughs> it's good news. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to hear it. Uh... <laughs> we started? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Run with it. Surfing sir. at you live from the Red Keep. This is uh, <laughs> Ned's Dead Baby. We are here, your host, Sean Murray, and uh, my good old friend, Brandon Smith. We're here with What's uh, up? my good friend. The guest of the of the day, Daniel Cowwhite. Good evening. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on, Danny boy? Feeling pretty good. Pretty good. Got a Miller Lite in my hands, which uh, is currently sponsoring me. I don't think they're aware, though. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Enabling you is what you meant. Well, that's what my friends do. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, we got you here mm-hmm. in the den. That's right, <laughs> very comfortable. What did you? What are your thoughts on this season? Fantastic, fantastic. I feel like we're getting so much as fans, and also um, people who are fans of the North, that something's going to happen uh, upcoming season, season seven, that's going to make us very sad. I mean, I, I just just feel like that. Even not even in terms of the North, it just just it just has to happen um, narratively for the show. Like I, I was saying, I was tweeting about it when the show when the, when the after the season finale, I was like, this is probably the most triumphant moment of the rest of the series. Like because it like just because everyone's everyone's gotten what they want more or less. Well, in terms of like the main characters, aside from like Jamie, mm-hmm. but um. I mean, even Jamie got what he wanted. Technically, like, he got back to Cersei, but like, at this point, no one else can get what they want and and have this show still function because now everyone's paths are going to cross. So, for in order for one person to get what they want, another person uh, wouldn't be able to get what they want. So, I feel like that, like the the last twenty minutes of the finale, was like the most triumphant the show's going to be in terms of like without it being bittersweet. Like, yeah, like it's going to be like someone's going to get the Iron Throne and shit, but like it's going to be bittersweet from this point on. I think the um. Was it you and me that were talking about it? Or did I hear somebody else talking about it? That scene when they declare, you know, uh, Jon Snow, he's the king in the north. Mm-hmm. And the look of Littlefinger. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he goes from smiling to 
realizing that now he's in the way. And then he looks over at Sansa, and Sansa sees the look on his face and then realizes what she's just brought Jon Snow into. And he's just sitting there like, Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Big boy's time now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's what I was saying last week. I was, um, I don't think Little, Littlefinger was in total control of the North for all intents and purposes mm-hmm. once the veil came in because he had the men. Mm-hmm. Like, the North, like, he was ceding the North to to the Starks because, like, that was what he was brought in to do, but... If he at any moment he could just say like no the Winterfell's mine because he they didn't have the men to and they were exhausted like they wouldn't have the men to to fight him mm-hmm. off but once the other Northern Lords came in he still the, the Vale probably still has more men right but they would ha- they would be able to have a chance to put up a fight he's no longer in total control I think he was realizing that because he didn't expect that to happen and then like you said like I I always saw that sense of like shit like damn John's yeah an obstacle now for for Littlefinger as opposed to just being a, another Cause like, like, and John doesn't even realize it because he doesn't care. Like he didn't come, he didn't sit in that seat that evening expecting to be crowned the king of the north. He mm-hmm. just, he was just happy to be back in Winterfell. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he wanted a warm meal. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like a bench player. He's like, I'm just happy to be here I'm in the NBA finals. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Is, is that Craig Sager? <laughs> Never thought I'd see him up close. He doesn't look good. <laughs> um. No, because then I was thinking, like, so at the end of the episode, Ar- or when it, near the end, Arya kills, uh, what's his face? Frey. Walter Frey. So he was deemed um, uh, uh, head of River Run from the Lannisters, from Kings L- or from Cersei Lannister, or, or whatever, when, when Papa Lannister was the hand. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's interesting to me that, because they don't know in the North that Frey's just got his throat slit. Like they don't, they they probably won't even know that it's Arya because it doesn't seem like she's not going to leave a card. <laughs> like the Joker at the end of Batman Begins. <laughs> or her, or her mask that she used to sneak in. Like yeah. so, no one's going to know. They're going to be like somebody slit the th- somebody killed his sons, and that makes does that make Edmure currently in control of the phrase, or who does that fall to? That's interesting. Well, oh yeah, that is that's interesting that's question that. because he, like I mean yeah, once he would if he was able to get out of captivity. Like, well, he was being held by the phrase. Yes, I'm, I'm saying, like, I'm talking about, like, there's no one to unlock his cell right now. <laughs> so, well, once he gets out of the cell, for all intents and purposes, his yeah. wife is still alive, right? Oh, yeah, 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 I forgot. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, I guess he would be, if he wanted to assume that, that position, for sure. Because I could see him turning on Sansa and Jon Snow. Because he was treated so shittily, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the look on his face when he finally gets um, the Blackfish to surrender. Yeah. Was... Like, he's clearly just fed up with this whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, But I don't know if he's diabolical enough or if he's just come to that point where... I just think he's broken. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Seem like. Similar, yeah. That, I mean, because that's just, like, I'm trying to figure out all the players in the North and who is going to affect John... Because John really doesn't want the Iron Throne. Yeah, he, like, he has like like you could tell John didn't, John never wanted any power because he gave up any semblance of power he would have the moment he said I want to. He chose to go. He's one of the only people that ever chose to go to the wall and enjoy, take the black. You know what I mean? So well, like, he, yeah, he was sick of his stepmother calling his calling him a fucking bastard. Yeah, he, <laughs> hey. you're a bastard. You can only take that for fucking thirteen years because that's how old he's supposed to be. <laughs> So yeah, he's got he, like he would easily see the 
the Iron Throne to whoever, as long as he felt like it would be a good person. Yeah, like, I uh, I think Littlefinger would be an incredible king. Because he's, I mean, because he's in power, so he has what he wants. And he also, it should be for the good of the realm. Mm-hmm. See, I think he would be a savvy king. I don't know if he would be a good king. In terms yeah, of but that, I'd, I'd rather have a savvy king... You, like someone who you know, kind of like, you can't you can't trust them. Knowing you can't trust someone and then trusting someone that you shouldn't trust are two different things. So like you you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can go okay, Brandon Smith, that guy I can't trust him. It's <laughs> a good. Well, that's that's a good we, yeah. we all said. <laughs> <laughs> but Sean Murray would be like, no, I trust Sean, and then he fucks my wife. <laughs> that you know whore. I mean? You know what I mean? Like. So, like, you know you can't trust Littlefinger, but he's still going to do a good job. But then you have someone that you think you can trust and then come to find out they're not who they are on the surface. Yeah. yeah so at least you know where you're getting, basically. Yeah. yeah you, can, you know to keep an eye on him. Yeah, Varys isn't going to fuck your wife. He doesn't have a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll finger blast her real good. <laughs> yeah, he he's got – that dude's got a – Got a lot of his sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of sex toys and sexual accoutrements. <laughs> we got to stop playing that theme song. I guess he would make a good... He'd make an interesting king. Yeah. He would Lowborn. definitely be better king than any king we've seen on the Iron Throne in this series, I, mean, <laughs> I think. He'd be better than Robert or, you know, Joffrey. See, I, think, <laughs> I think of all the people we've seen other than... In Westeros, I think Stannis would have made a great king, but he wouldn't be like he's a great leader. He's not a good. He's not good with people though, and that's and that's, yeah. that's just as important as being like knowing how to make the right decisions is no like having the people on your side. Stannis was so, like the fact that he would cut off Davos's hands, I mean fingers, yeah, because after he saved his fucking life, yeah, because just was... for honor, it's like shut the fuck up. But dude. he's very similar, I think, to Eddard in that. Well, yeah, like, it's the same thing as when Ed fucking cut off the the head of the, the yeah the guy the who Night's ran Watch away guy. from yeah. the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I would have run away too. But at least at least you can give Ned the benefit of the doubt in the sense that no one had seen a White Walker in centuries. Like right. it wasn't even no one actually even believed in yeah. him at that point. Whereas with Stannis, it was like, no, you were a criminal yeah. who saved my life. You like you brought a soup, man. You <laughs> can keep your fingers. <laughs> Like, dude, you were eating rats. <laughs> you guys were eating rats. I brought you some onion soup. This shit is incredible. French, I got the Gruyere cheese on top. <laughs> Sprinkle a little. Sprinkle. Yeah, he came to every soldier and sprinkled it on top. And at least he Par- Parmesan? <laughs> fresh fresh grated Fresh grated Parmesan? You guys hungry? And then he had to do it with one hand. Because <laughs> he had he to do it with one hand because his fucking fingers are gone. <laughs> but yeah, but um, yeah, Robert Baratheon was a terrible, terrible king. No, but he wa- he he was um. What's it called? He was a, a figurehead. Yeah. He wasn't really making any decisions. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, just in terms of like, he'd still be king if Cersei and uh, what's it called weren't, weren't conspiring against him. Yeah, didn't kill John Aaron. He'd still be. Yeah, that doesn't make him good though. It no, just, it doesn't make him good him, at all. But yeah. it, it would have been the status quo. Yeah, you yeah. Know what yeah. I mean, yeah. Eddard still has his head. <laughs> Everything's still like that was the jumping point. Yeah, once so. he lost that head, he couldn't do much after that. No, he tried though. Okay. He figured it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He wanted to be the Ichabod Crane of uh, <laughs> the headless hand. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he would. If he was still here, it would be a whole different show. Yeah, much worse show. Yeah, it'd be. 
It'd be so boring. Yeah, like, well, that's what I think we were saying. We were talking about um, how Arya's story arc would be an interesting show just by itself. Oh, like, yeah. Like, what an incredible... Yeah, just the idea of a highborn... Uh, highborn girl being tossed into, like, the, like seeing her her family killed, seeing her father beheaded, seeing her about to be reunited with the rest of her family, having them massacred. Like, and she's, like, literally at the gates of the castle, like, linking up with the Hound, who she was, who was her mortal enemy, um, and then becoming, like, an assassin and learn, like, having to, having to change who she was in order to, to, to meet her goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's an interesting story on its own. You know what I mean? Her becoming a bravosi fucking swordsman. I, I mean, yeah, hers – and people think – what do you think of her story, Brandon? Because people were saying, like, Craig thinks it, thought it was boring. Didn't like. Oh, Arya's no, I story. loved her story. When, yeah. when she got Needle and when she decided – you know, after she told the lady – after she warned the lady, the actress she was supposed to kill, and then she broke away from the faceless men and she ran, I was so excited because she got the sword, she put it under her, her uh, bed, and I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out – if I, I talked about this a little bit before, but I don't think we got into it really. I, I got sidetracked. But when she was walking around asking for passage and throwing the money, she was like skipping along bravo, bravos, you know, <laughs> like nothing was going on. So I don't know if she was baiting her out, baiting out the waif, like making her come at I her like, maybe. I like that. You know, I mean, obviously it didn't go the way she expected. And then since the waif was kind of like showing off, like if she just went to slit her throat, she could have killed her. Well, but she had to kind of like, you know, s- twisted it. That's what me and Sean were saying mm-hmm. because that's what uh, – yeah, I feel like Jockin, that yeah. was his... Because somebody said that on yeah, Reddit, remember, it was yeah. like, when he says, a shame girl had so many talents, mm-hmm. they was, somebody on Reddit was like, maybe he was talking about the waif in the sense that because she was so eager to kill Arya that she had lost what makes her uh, a servant of the, the many-faced god, like in terms of like being no one, because she, she clearly had a vendetta against her the entire time Jockin was training her to be... Faceless, so he was like, "Oh, you were so eager to kill her," and like, I think he would just like let the chips fall where they may at that point. Like, mm-hmm. whoever Jockin's wins. one of the coolest characters. So chill. In, like, because like, <laughs> when they shit. go to escape from Harrenhal, and so she saved uh, his life yep. uh, from fucking. That could be the name of the Arya movie, Escape from Harrenhal. <laughs> That'd be fucking. Uh, Get a Kurt Russell cameo in there. Uh, uh, patent pending. <laughs> this product, this product that we have no control Sequel over. Sequel to Escape from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the trilogy, the, yeah, the, the snake, plissing. to cap it off, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, when they go escape, when when he's killing, uh, when he kills those three people, he the three deaths, <laughs> and when they're walking out, <laughs> incredibly softly, <laughs> um, like getting like getting uh, choked with some Charmin. Nice. <laughs> um, no better way to go out. But when they see those the uh, the two dead guys, and they still look, look like they're being uh, they're on watch. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, shit, he didn't get those two. And then they sneak up, and they're being held up by, like, knives in the back of their necks. It's like, what a fucking cool dude. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, I, his story's cool. I want to know so much. Because that's something that I've said, and I haven't really read too much about that theory. But they're saying that the fa- uh, the faceless men are the ones who are controlling everything behind the scenes. Everything that's happening. Okay, there's, a, there's a theory that Varys is a, um, is a faceless man. Which is, like, super interesting. I wanted to ask you about that because the red priestess that comes to him and it's like, you want to know what they said when they threw your dick in the fire? Because oh, I fucking yeah. know. <laughs> and then she's like... Pah, pah, pah. That was one of my favorite scenes of the whole series because you... Varys 
you couldn't emotionally affect Varys at all through the entire series until that one moment. He's like, because like, he's like, how the fuck do you know? Yeah, this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because everyone he like broke like, character for a minute. He's, he's told people before his story, but no one. The fact that she knew it and she never met him, he's like, yo, how do you fucking know this shit? So that's really interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it's probably R'hllor, the Lord of Light, because that's who the priest sacrificed it to. Yeah. And maybe it's something, uh, yeah, who knows? How do you get uh, uh, in touch with that knowledge unless you knew the guy personally? But how, didn't that priest die after something happened, after that happened to Varys? Didn't something, didn't he get murdered? Or he, that was like part of his plan, Varys and rising to power in King's Landing had the man that cut his dick off, his dick and yeah, balls off. So. The, I was like, I'm going to have you killed. So so how did you, how does she know? And another thing, the red priestesses are so hot. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. what the, even the brunette one. Even Thoros Amir. <laughs> yeah, that, that guy. That guy's guy rugged. <laughs> he only has one eye. <laughs> That's in for uh, 2016. Yeah, yeah, someone was trying to. Someone was trying to. It's in. That's in for winter. <laughs> somebody was trying. To, <laughs> somebody was trying to ruin his good looks. He took his eye out. Um, no, yeah, because I think even in the books, you I buy into the Varys as a faceless man theory even more because in the books, at the end of A Dance with Dragons, he's the one because it's like the the, the whole Sept of Baylor explosion doesn't happen, mm-hmm. and it was like. The, I think it's the epilogue to Dance with Dragons is when Varys kills. Is that book four or five? Five. Okay. When Varys kills Kevin Lannister in the tower, when they they get the raven that says the winner is coming, mm-hmm. Kevin Lannister's up in like the the, the tower of the hand. Wow, I got to read this again. I totally forgot. Yeah, and about then that. he fucking like slits his throat, and he's like, he basically like says, I think he says it's for the good of the realm or some shit. Like, cause and cause, cause basically Varys is the one pulling all the strings still. Cause like, cause yeah. Cause, yeah. Have yeah, you ever yeah. seen that poster where they rank everybody like new, like good, to, like evil, and then good, and then neutral, and like they got like yeah, Kieran. chaotic. Yeah, like, really cool. Like I have to check that. And out. then you just edited in the corner, like idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no head. Ah, oh, I feel so bad. Like he's so forthright, and you want to be on his side because you know he's right. But then, like Littlefinger said, if you would have listened and learned about what's going on in King's Landing. So the fuck what that there's these bastards running around. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Okay. I know you solved the crime. Congrats. Yeah. We all know. Yeah, we all. Just let it be. Yeah. But it's just like it's just a thing where I could totally understand that dude because you feel like somebody's got to be as honorable, not even as honorable as him, but you expect there to be some semblance of honor left in the world. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, because everyone's not going to be held to his standard, but you think, like, there's somebody who's going to be like, okay, yeah, this is fucked up. I'm going to go along with it and not have, like, he's the only guy who doesn't see people having ulterior motives. He has no gray it's the same thing area. As, it's the same, way, the same thing with John. Um, John is very trusting to a fault. That's why he's a poor leader. Like, so, for instance, when Rob Stark wins that um, big battle early on that uh, Tyrion ends up bringing the fucking the firemen or whatever the hell they are, those uh, weirdos that they get. Yeah, yeah, they're from the, uh, up in the mountains and, and shit. And so they think that they won this battle. But what Rob Stark did was he actually he sacrificed some of his soldiers so they could go around with the main part of his army and then capture that area. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was a good leader, because he wasn't 100% pure... Edward Stark, even though he's his son, he was an incredible leader on the battlefield and was willing to kind of 
sacrifice these people, whereas Jon Snow would probably be too much, no, we can't, we could never do anything like that to our yeah, countrymen yeah, it, or whatever it's the like, fuck. It's just, like, entirely admirable. It's just, like, it's just not what you need to be to be a good leader. You know it's what I mean? war. Like, we've been talking about, I mean, not to switch subjects, but, like, band of brothers and fighting real war. Yeah. And the sacrifices you have to make. So, like, applying that idea of actually fighting a medieval battle you know, in, in this realm is fascinating. Like the veil coming in at the end of that um, battle, uh, battle of the bastards. Yeah. Like, cause we talked about that. They're like, well, why didn't, why didn't uh, Sansa tell him that the, the veil was coming in? And the discussion that uh, me and Sean had had was they didn't know. She you know didn't, saying that's, that's what yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no, cause like, there's no way she, Sansa has changed a lot since the beginning of the show, but there's no way she would let John go into battle. Like, not even the rest of the soldiers, but just John specifically. She would. There was no way she would let him go into battle, knowing that he could be killed, just so she could have that hero moment because mm-hmm. it wouldn't be worth anything if 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 he was killed. Because even and she because she was she was the one to warn him about how Ramsay isn't going to play fair. Mm-hmm. So she knew like John could be on the chopping block immediately, and, and she also had that moment where she said, "I'm not going back to like I'll kill myself yeah. before I go back." So like she knew. She didn't know if she knew they were coming. She would have told John when he when she said um when he's she's like oh, why don't you wait for more soldiers and he's like I don't have any more soldiers and she, that was the moment she would have told him if she knew yeah you know what I mean because yeah. like, like there's no game to be played like you don't get the hero moment for, like what is it what's the value of it yeah the only value I would see Littlefinger holding off so Jon Snow's army gets destroyed so he comes in and then he basically yeah like, yeah, yeah for for he saves him but then like you said he he was basically in charge of the north exactly at, at but does time. the does the veil outnumber um. Bolton's army at Winterfell on its own, or does it outnumber Bolton with Jon Snow's uh, wildlings and the men from the uh, taking the black from the Night's Watch? I think I can't remember. I think he had like six thousand or eight thousand men, and I think the Boltons had eight, six thousand. I think they had two, but they had two Boltons. I I think she said around two thousand fighting men, but then he had all the other houses too. So I don't remember. Yeah, even, yeah, I just mean like his, his, his entire army. I think it was like six. Because yeah. even Bear Mountain, uh, Bear Island, Bear Mountain—that's a real place. Uh, <laughs> Bear Island didn't uh, didn't have a lot of men yeah, to sacrifice. 80. Yeah, so but they still went in. Those fucking those Sir Joris, that little that little chick. God damn it! I know yeah, you probably talked Lady Mormont. She was great. Yeah, the speech she gives, I'd follow her. Hell what yeah, did, dude! How funny would that be? Falling around a little tiny girl doing it like, yeah, okay, whatever, I guess. You went, okay, okay. It just, it's got, like, it's just got to be weird. Not even because she's young, but that because you're older and it's like she, like, she's a better leader than me <laughs> at, at like 10 years. Like, yeah. I, like, I've had adult experiences. I've lived a life and she just is better than all of us yeah. at fucking, was she, like nine? Well, like, when they first go and pitch it uh, to her, with uh, Sansa and Jon Snow, and she's like, "Listen, stop bullshitting me." She's yeah. so firm. <laughs> yeah, like, right to the point. How do you become that person at that? Like, she's that so stoic and fucking. Well, that was the thing, because I guess they lost the majority of their, uh, the their men. Her father, fighting for Rob, so it was her mother was in charge, mm-hmm. I guess supposedly, and I don't know how she died or expired, but she's not around anymore, so it fell to her. But I mean, when you think of all this. Um, the Mormonts that are out there, you got uh, what's the face with Gar- uh, Grayscale, Sir Jorah, Jorah Mormont. Yeah, you had the bear, uh, fucking at the Night's Watch. Yeah, was there? T- there wasn't two there, was there? Mormonts. Yeah. No, it was just. Uh... No, there was the other um, Targaryen 
that Amen. was the yeah, beast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some badass dudes from Bear Island that like to kick shit, and rip. Pretty badass. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Not gonna lie to you. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna. I guess I had a bunch of questions. I was gonna ask as a guest. So did you come across the books or the show first? Um, the the show was coming out. And my buddy Dan had read the books, so he let me borrow the first ones. And um, I think I read. I think I read. Did I read? I think I watched. I was watching and reading at the same the first season and the first book at the same time. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, the the first season is so fucking good because you're not you're not used to having things taken away from you the way that they do. So like. When they when they're <laughs> when the Lannisters are fucking in the tower and they push Bran out of the window, um, it's like holy fucking shit! Yeah, it's like, amazing. Like what? It's a great no hook. way! Yeah, because you you know he's this one of the stars of the show. He's the 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 baby one of the baby sons of the star. You're like he's not gonna get hurt. Yeah. So I was just infatuated with that, and so I read all the way until the third book before the second season even came out, and the third book um, is the Red Wedding, and. Uh, when I read The Red <laughs> Wedding, it was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I cannot believe no fucking way. No, And then it was just, and then I was hooked. And then um, I was kind of disappointed with the fourth season, the second time, the first time I saw it. And then I watched it again. Yeah, I, remember, I remember I really loved this fourth season. And, and, it's, and it's, like a it makes more sense. I paid closer attention, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it was simultaneous the book and the, the season at the same time. Yeah, because I, 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 I always beat myself up for not reading the books before. Because I remember it was like maybe, it was even before, maybe a year and a half before the show came out. I was I was still in high school, and um, my, one of my writing teachers, I was, uh, it was in, as an art school, I was creative writing, and um, one of my writing teachers read us the, the prologue to A Game of Thrones when, um, when the the Night's Watch guy comes down and, and Ned, like, uh, executes him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, this is fucking amazing. Like, he was just telling us, like, how this is a good way to hook you into a story. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. And then I just, like, I had been meaning to read the book, and it just, like, I just lost, just forgot about it. And then the show came out, and I didn't start watching the show because I didn't have HBO at the time. I didn't start watching the show till season three. Like, I remember, no, it was around season three was coming out. I remember, like, the marketing like was push for season three was so huge and then um so i started watching this show and uh I mean, yeah i remember i hadn't read the books yet so i remember when the red wedding episode i watched it and i, I everyone had been hyping up the red wedding. like i remember you were talking about you like and you're like dude when the red wedding happens it's gonna be and i was like uh so I'm, I'm just thinking like oh it's the, the marriage of two houses that's gonna be great it's gonna join the why does dan like this wedding so much yeah and i guess this, 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 this kid i follow on twitter would always talk about it and i'm like oh this is gonna be awesome and then i remember when literally when the episode ended i sat the screen went black like uh, like, uh hbo go it just like goes to a black screen i just sat there in silence for 10 minutes i was like Holy <laughs> shit! And I think it's even more brutal on TV because the uh, the wife um, of Rob isn't pregnant, and just like how brutal it is yeah. to stab a baby in someone's stomach. Like, yeah, because like, like it's not even necessary to do that to kill her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just in like, and then, like the baby's gonna die just for her being dead. 
So like you didn't have to. It was just. It was just like insult to injury. Yeah, right? <laughs> injury to injury. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I um. Well, you know, I mean, not to change subjects, but like I, I started reading Harry Potter based upon they put the the prologue in the back of like Time magazine, and I remember I was working at the hospital, and I was just like, oh yeah, let's see what this is all about. And the prologue for that uh, it was book four, uh, when they go to um. The old man's house, uh, Voldemort and uh, Wormtongue. Uh, <laughs> Wormtail. Worm, Wormtail. Wormtongue's the bad guy from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> getting all my fantasy fucked up. But they take him to that old man's house to like feed Nagini or whatever the fuck it yeah. is. And then he dies at the end and it's that fade to uh, the Advocadavra Kedavra fucking whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Uh, and they kill the old man. And I was like, oh my God, I got to go get, go get this fucking book. So I went and I read the fourth Harry Potter first that's probably why I thought her name was Hermione One for the longest time. I, I always thought it was Hermione. I never like it was until I s- Hermione makes didn't make any sense. Yeah, to me. it just it's just a <laughs> stupid British thing. Like, I would never, I would never even think to like say it that way. But it's yeah. There's there's been very few things. Dude, Hermione's awesome. That I've She's gotten so like like the like the jump on early. I always wish I did, but my nerdy friend Dan always did. Like he read the fucking Robert Jordan Wheel of Time stuff, and he let me borrow it and. Uh, He's he was reading Game of Thrones like when it came out in '96. Yeah, I always hate yeah. that I wasn't uh, like on, at the forefront of a lot of stuff. Like even like like even like a lot of my favorite shows. Like you know, I'm the biggest Thirty Rock fan there is, but I didn't start watching Thirty Rock until season three. Mm-hmm. Like or even Community, I didn't start watching Community until like halfway through season one. Now, which I always like could be that guy. Like there's very few things I was like I was watching it from the first episode or like read it from when the first was released. Yeah, I uh, I think I think about that because like there's movies like that um, where I'm happy like I realized it was good when I was a little kid like Raising Arizona mm-hmm. like I don't know why I love that movie so much when I was fucking six years old. Yeah, it's always fascinating when there's something that you like as a kid and it doesn't even really line up with the rest of your interests as like as a kid that's not something you would necessarily like but you and then you grow up and like oh that shit's real it's still good like i wasn't just like it's not like oh i like space jam like, space jam sucks but it's like it's just but like you know what i mean but like you know how things you like as a kid they just don't age like the x-men cartoon oh, from the 90s Craig still loves it oh, come on <laughs> no surprises no um yeah i wish i wish i wish i was Smarter. <laughs> <laughs> that we are. So, uh, so, what's your favorite book? If not the if not the first one, the third one, because that's got the red wedding. I mean, that's got so many. That book is fucking jam packed. The dude. third one, yeah, it's yeah, so it's... much in that book. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, and that's the thing about like the fourth and the fifth one, um, because it doesn't really go anywhere. And I think that was my beef with the fourth season initially because I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And since the showrunners have taken over and they've just been given plot points, like like you were saying, uh, in the books, Varys is still in King's Landing. Yeah. He's nowhere near there. And so many things have happened to him over the course of the last two seasons. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. And then, like, the things that they, they've excerpt and, like, even skipped over – so there's that other uh, Targaryen that they're on the boat with that yeah, they're right. attacked by those. Yes. And he's not there. Yeah. So that must mean he dies at some point. Because why would you have him not show up and be this far advanced? Yeah. Unless. Okay. I actually just thought of this. <laughs> so uh, Sir Jorah has the grayscale. 
Yeah. And he's looking for a cure. What if he runs into Griff and he's one of the stone, like he's helping the stone men. And so that's how they kind of come into the fold. That, yeah, that could, be, that could definitely be it. Somebody else, there's this thing on Reddit about some, they, maybe they folded his storyline. But I don't know who the person was. But like, there's also this thing about um, maybe John isn't. Maybe there's another. Maybe Young Griff's still out there and maybe he's not a Targaryen. Maybe he's. Ed's real bastard. Because, like, you know the whole thing with Ashara Dane? Yeah. How he goes to Sunspear after... I mean, um, Starfall... Wait, no, no, that's the name of the sword. Um, whatever, the place is Dorne and to, to bring the sword, uh, Arthur Dane's sword back to his family. And there was always speculation that Ed had a thing for Ashara Dane. So they were thinking, like, okay. maybe... Because they, they was, was thinking about how it doesn't make sense that the baby, when he gets it from Liana, was still breastfeeding. Like, how would he get it from Dorne without having a woman with him? He's like, if it makes more sense that that like he left it there with the woman, and then he he went to um to Dorne, like fucked uh, Shara <laughs> Dane or whatever, and then he came back, got the baby, and then went back to um Winterfell because like they said, no one had seen. No one had seen Ned with a baby until he got back to Winterfell. So, like, where was it at this time? I don't think that. I think that'd be too out of character for who Eddard is. No, no, but no, it wasn't. No, this was what it wasn't. It wasn't that he. It was before he was betrothed to Catelyn. Uh-huh. He had the. He had like a thing with um Ashara Dane. Yeah. And then that's why because you know how she kills herself. Mm-hmm. It was like he went back. And she had killed herself, and then he found out like he had like that's why she killed herself because that like she knew he could never, that baby would never be legitimized because he's now married to Catelyn Stark. Right, so, like that was it wasn't that like oh he, she, okay that was, makes it was sense. Really interesting. Yeah, I'm sending you the link to. It. I can't remember. Yeah, I gotta get up on these fucking Reddit things. But yeah, it, it makes sense that he's like they, they might have just cut him out of the thing. Yeah, I, I'm because like that's the thing. <laughs> Who was saying it? They were saying with um, Terjora getting grayscale. It's like uh, it's like he got AIDS. She's she's like, all right, well, good luck with that. You go go find a cure. <laughs> he's like a fucking leper. He's yeah, he's gonna turn into stone. And then do you die, or are you just like a stone man zombie monster? I think it's a stone man zombie monster. Okay. <laughs> Remember they, um when they're um crossing the smoking sea or whatever, and all those fucking stone men are jumping on the ship. Yes. That's how he gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think he maybe you become that, like a fucking gargoyle. <laughs> cool. No, right? No, uh, cool. I like that show. <laughs> Maybe he can become like a daywalker grayscale guy and he could go fight something the White like Walkers Cold or Hand something. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how he's going to uh, figure into the story or if he's just never going to be there again. Benjen or Cold Hands? Well, I thought was, I thought uh, Benjen was Cold Hands. I'm talking about in the books because. Oh, I'm talking about the, the show. I'm sure he's going to come back at some point once once the, uh, once the White Walkers get past the wall. Yeah, uh, it was cool to see him. It was, I mean, very uh, uh, Deuce Ex Mahina fucking <laughs> we just come out of nowhere and now you're burning all these zombies. So it's like, oh, yeah, that's probably Benjen because uh, <laughs> we never saw a body and he didn't get burned up. But and there's no one else that really could be. <laughs> I always love seeing a fucking Stark on screen. It makes me smile. Yeah. No, yeah um, I'll, Favorite book for me is tough because uh, – I would say the best book is probably either Game of Thrones or Storm of Swords. Probably a Storm of Swords. 
Game of uh, Game of Thrones is just a perfect introduction to that story. Like it's it's a perfect book. Like especially, I don't know. It's a perfect book. It just you can't ask for a better story. Like just a, like even if that was just the full story. I was gonna say if if that if if it ended there, it's like that's just, just fascinating. Wow. Yeah. And he, and it's like where would where would I even take it from that point? Because do I want the Lannisters to be outright villains for the whole thing? Because uh, Jamie's redemptive story is so fascinating, like where he is today. Like, <laughs> beyond the rape on the fucking sept where Joffrey is, which was only in the show. Yeah. Um, He's been a pretty all right dude. Even killing Aerys, he was going to blow up King's Landing. It always upset me that... Okay, so not even beyond knowing... No one knew that he was going to blow up other than – only people who know that that are currently living are maybe Cersei because they have that relationship. Uh, Jamie and, I guess, Ned. That's dead. But I'm saying, like, um, plug for your own show. Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not already listening, you're listening now. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Um, because <laughs> um, he tells Ned that, like, when he's like – but – um. Even beyond that, everyone knew the Mad King was a, a horrible person. So even if he was a, even if he's a king, like people always like spit that word out at Jamie, like it's supposed to hurt him. And it's like, yeah, I fucking saved the whole <laughs> realm, dude. Like you guys would be like, even if they, even if he didn't blow up King's Landing, like he was just a horrible person. So how can you hate this guy for? Yeah, he was he was sworn, he was sworn to protect the the uh, the king, but it's like. Wouldn't you want somebody to kill the worst person that's alive right now? Even who if he's... did who did Aerys burn to death? Um, was it was it a Stark? It was yeah, it was Ned's, Ned's father. That's father right. And then his brother died trying to save him. Yeah, he, like he choked himself. He had yeah. the sword, and then he had to cr- crawl towards the sword, and he died the, trying to fucking. The prequel show is going to be out of this goddamn world. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit! The shit that they're going to cover because if they if they bring back Sir Barris and Selmy, and he's a young badass, like holy shit. Yeah, he was. I would absolutely There's love that. There's a lot that. of great. There's characters. so much to mine, and like, yeah. and they, and and they could just do like the um, that war, and it, there's there's so many periods that they could they could conquer. They could like fully explore like the Age of Heroes and shit with Brandon Builder and all that. And that could be a, that could be two two separate shows. They could just do a mini series that's just the um what's the fucking name of that war that. The fucking the heiress, the Mad King Wars. Yeah, I, can't. I mean, um, yeah, Robert's Rebellion. Yeah, and then and then they could just go further back with other series like fucking uh, a Tale of Duncan Egg and shit. There's so much they could do. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm wondering how far they'll go back. I think I think they'll just start around the. Uh, if I would do it, I would start at the term the tournament at Harrenhal. Ooh, where they um, because that's where everything that's that's even though. <clears throat> but that's not super far back. I mean, that's twenty five years. That's, 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 that's why I would do like a mini series because then, like, even though the actual jumping point of the rebellion is once Eris kills uh, the Stark father, mm-hmm. the actual inciting incident in terms of everything coming into play, these families being aligned, is when at the terminal of Harrenhal, when Rhaegar gives. Crowns Lyanna Stark the the queen of beauty or whatever yeah. instead of his own wife and that's that's because that that starts their relationship you know what I mean I could see them doing that in like a really funny way 
like it's like Catelyn, like oh, <laughs> and then the flower goes. <laughs> it's not Catelyn. Or what's her face? It's uh, uh, whoever uh, he was supposed to marry. Elio. Was it? Is Martel. that who it was? Yeah. I thought it was Hilarious a, I thought it was a, what's her face. Wasn't Cersei supposed to marry somebody before she was uh, going to marry she Robert? She was supposed to marry Rhaegar. That's what I'm saying. So it's her, and he gives the flowers. No, but it was he was already uh, he. He was our. He was supposed to. She uh, was young way, when they were yeah, younger. Yeah, when they were young, that was always going to be. The, yeah. There, that was the path they were set on. But yeah. then he ended up marrying the Dornish woman, and then they were married at the tournament. He wins the tournament, and then he gives the crown to Lyanna. Ah. Like, uh, instead of his own wife, and they're like, everyone's like, yeah, that's a weird move, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's sleeping on the couch. <laughs> hey, everyone's looking. What are you <laughs> yeah, doing? Yeah, you, <laughs> just, yeah, you could like, you, you could just done that. Like, you could have gave it to your wife, and be like, but you're my real. Queen. Like, to, <laughs> to Anna, like, you could have saved countless lives. If you just said, you know, you're my real queen, but I had yeah, to totally give it to unnecessary. Yeah. Let's avoid like, the what scene. A, what a fucking bold you move, fucking like dickhead. That's how you get. Like, you're basically divorcing your wife in front of everyone in the realm. Like, you know. That's fucking crazy. There's certain th- things like that that could have been done like really funny. Like when Loris um, wins that tournament, he beats the mountain, and then he looks up and fucking uh, his gay boyfriend, what's his face, the other Renly. Renly. Renly's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like they could have, they, they could have went so over the top with like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> just, just a lot of people say it and mumbling. And, and then Littlefinger's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, hey, we really wanna suck his dick. <laughs> What's it like? Sucking his dick. <laughs> he's like, oh no, he knows. <laughs> but yeah, they could they could totally um is there's so much to do with that fucking uh the prequels series. And if they do it the same way they're doing the show where it's like, okay, we got we know where these guys were and what they did, but we could pretty much make it whatever we want to get them there. Yeah. I mean, these like I said, these last two seasons have been goddamn incredible. Yeah. There's, like, there's a lot of great stuff from that because, like, the Mystery Knight, who everyone has kind of figured is um, uh, Lyanna Stark, mm. who saves Holland Reed when they, all the other yeah. are, like, that's fucking awesome. Because, like, and that, that ties into the whole thing where they always said uh, Arya reminds, is reminiscent of Lyanna because she had that, like, tomboy attitude or whatever. And, like, she was actually, like, she, she, Defeated a bunch of knights at a fuck just because like she grew up as a Stark around these fucking like rough roughnecks. Do we know who Starks, um, Edward Starks, that family, who their mother is, who they, who she was, mm, what families so. like? No, this, were not, they like a car Stark or were they one of? Uh, I don't think I've ever they've ever brought that. I've up. never, no, I've never looked. Have. Well, they have it's those like family trees, yeah. but I've never looked that one up. But I because like that would be interesting. For alliance purposes, just to think about like, yeah, just who who they can trust and who they can reach out to. Was it? It wasn't a fray, is it? Because Catelyn's a, a Tully, so that's that yeah. connection. And then who the fuck is Eddard's mom? And she's probably very dead. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> He's probably um, a little bit dead. What's your uh, What's your favorite episode of the show? <sighs> Uh, let's see. I mean, because do I want, like, do I like the, do I like drama? Do I want, uh, uh, there's, because there's moments in episodes, like, when, when Jamie comes back and saves Brienne from fighting the bear, like, that's so fucking cool to me, because that's his big turn. 
you find out that he's not this horrible person. Um, but favorite favorite episode? I mean, what's because uh, in the first three seasons, nothing happens that isn't erased. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like Rob wins that big battle early on in that war, but then fucking gets killed <laughs> at the Red Wedding. So anything that he's done up until that point almost makes his actions. Moot. Yeah. Uh, I, I, drama when he that's a similar. So given the crown to uh, Liana is similar to uh, Rob Him choosing uh, choosing this. this beautiful, yeah. Like like he's like, ooh, she's like, she, I'm going to marry her. She's hot and nice. And not this fucking fray bitch or whatever. <laughs> so, like, would I ever do anything like that? No. I'm just going to marry the fray and let, let help me win the war. And you know why, though? Because he could totally have had her on his side. He's, he's, because, like, <laughs> and, like, that's dishonorable, whatever the fuck. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> but because the whole marriage is dishonorable because he, you know you're only, like, she knows and everyone know in the realm knows that this marriage is only happening because, like, you, he just sold his daughter off. So, like, I'm only going to let you through this area if you fuck my daughter. Like, yeah, this marriage means nothing. Marry her and have the other chick on the side because, A, she's a nurse, so she's going to be in your camp anyway. B, you're never going to be at at River, I mean, at the fucking Twins because you're out leading your uh, army into battle. So you don't even have to ever be there with her. You can just be there the night you get married. Maybe fuck her. You don't have to. No, there's definitely you have to knock her up. You need an heir. Yeah, but, like... You can't just fold in some beautiful you just, bastard. Like, <laughs> yeah, you could. Look, like, look at what Roos did. He made. He can. You can just legitimate. You can legitimize. Once you. Once you're the king, you can legitimize your own bastard. But look about what happened in King's Landing. All those bastards got fucking murdered because they were bastards. You want to have uh, this son, and then that son will resent. Yeah, but you. that was, that was, that was the decision of. Robert Baratheon himself. He was having them slow. Like you know what I mean, if he, if, if. Those are bastards he didn't intend to have. I'm saying if he fucks that fucking nurse chick and has a bastard with her, he can bring her to once he because his whole plan is to end up being the king of the seven kingdoms. Once he's in the red keep, he can just like, no, this is my heir. And like it's the same thing when Roose Bolton makes Ramsay the legitimate a legitimate Bolton. And he's not even a, a king, he's just a lord. Once you're the king, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like who's gonna stop you? Because because um, because they, they were remember that was Ned's plan was to make one of the bastards um legitimize one of the um Robert's uh was it that was it that was his plan it's, that's why they were trying to find them before oh. they were getting killed off okay yeah well I mean you couldn't Joffrey was a real piece of shit what's your what's uh what's your favorite app well I I did want to add something to that because you kind of just talked about Ned a little bit earlier how he's so honorable and he was a great. Probably a better warrior, obviously, than he was a, a statesman. But that kind of – you can see that in his son because it's the same thing. He was this great battlefield commander, like you were saying earlier. But then he did – you know, he just was thinking with his dick. And it's – like you said, all he had to do is bring her to the Red Keep and keep her on the side or do whatever. But he doesn't think that way because his, he's always been honorable. Hey, but I so. the thing he did was just as dishonorable oh, as yeah. what – you know what I mean? Yeah, it is. He just He's just not good at being – he's yeah, not sneaky. good at being yeah. sneaky. Yeah, yeah. I don't – I think I would have done the same thing. <laughs> no, either, like, because I didn't. Those fray chicks were garbage. Yeah, <laughs> Except yeah. for the one that Edmure got. Yeah, where yeah, the hell did they get her from? lucked up, dude. They were Well, kind of. <laughs> yeah, for like a night he lucked out. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, just terms of like... I mean, how great would it be the king and you just anywhere you go, you can fuck whatever chick you want because you're the king? Like, well, how great is that? 
And, and then it, you know what else too? It's supposed to be like a medieval. It's time. like being Tiger Woods. But have you seen how hot those prostitutes are? Oh yeah, they are out of this fucking world. Yeah. Roz, just and she's right in in the north, dude. Roz is still my number one chick from that show. Like everyone loves Daenerys. I loved Roz so much. I like Roz more than Daenerys. She has better nipples. <laughs> Did she die? Did yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Joffrey, Joffrey shot eighty thousand bow uh, fucking arrows into her. Oh yeah, body. that's right. That's right. That's um, right. That shit hurt my heart, man. The red, uh, the red priestess. Like those titties uh, go to waste. She's she's <laughs> knockout. When she has the necklace on. Yeah, she's... Oh, dude. When she's, like, coming on to John and oh. that's... Oh, dude. And then the bastard, fucking uh, Robert's bastard. Oh, yeah. When she fucks him or whatever, or just gets him hard to, like, cut his arm and yeah. get blood from him. <laughs> like, holy shit. I mean, shit, that goddamn show is erotic. When they fucking get... Uh, <laughs> what's his face? Uh... Uh, Greyjoy, when they get uh, Theon Greyjoy hard, so they cut his dick and balls Brutal. off. That scene leading up to it, though, those two chicks. Yeah. Holy shit! Oh, yeah. yeah. It was just like, oh man, I think I gotta watch this again. It was <laughs> a lot of great chicks, Thank dude. Because uh, Rob's Rob's uh, wife yeah, was super knockout. Yeah. She's like, she's probably like my number two or three. Yeah, me. good choice. I want to see Masande, which we talked about quite a little wow. bit, out of this fucking world. You know who was hot, like. She wasn't, like, the hottest she's going to show, but, like, just her sexuality. The chick that Daenerys was sleeping with when she was in fucking um, Pentos yes. or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like, she um, was like, the, one that no her, the one that her uh, brother fucks in the bathtub. The one that taught her how to the prostitute. have sex? Her brother. Daenerys' brother. Oh, The oh, one yeah, that gets the yeah, golden yeah. crown. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah I, uh, I forgot. He's so far gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's so... Brother. His head He's is dead so to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, dude. When she's like, it's... We eat pussy around here. It's known. <laughs> like, yeah, it is known. Tell me more. I, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> Give me a bath. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she taught her how to be a, 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 a woman. That first, like, like that's that's the thing. Like, you watch the if you ever watch the show so with your parents, and that first the sex scene with um, <laughs> fucking horse rider and and Daenerys, and he's he's raping her. Yeah. <laughs> Let's and just it, face it. And it's just her. like. Holy shit! And it's so long, and then they just keep getting like this closer and closer shot of her face, just not enjoying it. And I was like, "Who are the sadists that are making this fucking show?" Um, but it is—it's crazy hot. Yeah, it's hard. It, I, it'd be hard to choose one episode, That's, but yeah. I thought I had to take my picks. I would say I love the episode when, when Bron, uh, when. Uh, Tyrion chooses try by combat at at the um, oh, in the yeah. Vale, and Bronn is that is a fucking champion. great one. Love that episode for an early episode. Um, uh, Mountain versus the Viper, incredible episode. Yeah, because even in was it the previous episode when Tyrion gives that fucking speech? Tyrion's speech in that episode is. Uh, you're saying before Bronn is uh, is uh, try by combat? Are no, you saying that's before th- the mountain. Crushes. No, uh, that's two different episodes, though. I'm talking about like, right, right, right. No, I'm saying I'm curious what you're saying. Oh, his speech before. Yeah, Tyrion. What? Yeah, we, bef- when he when he chooses to get trial by con- when, he, when he's on trial and then he said like when he realizes his 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 speech isn't working, he's like, okay, I want trial by combat. But like that speech he gives, like when he's like just like bearing his soul and like yeah. calling everyone out on their shit. But he's just goofing around anyway. Yeah, like he's, he's like, yeah, I. He's like, I flogged the one-eyed monster or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. it is. And he, like I saved like I fuck I was at Blackwater Bay and I fucking. Oh, so that's after that. That's so you're saying right before um, the Viper gets his head crushed. Yeah, yeah. That's because I thought you were saying before Bronn, because um, he gives that speech. Um, oh yeah, when they ask him what he did wrong, when he's like, "I'll," he's like, "I'll admit it." He's like, "I'm I admit guilty." It right 
He's like, there was one time he's like, then he talks about like jerking off on the fucking girl that was painting the fence or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So I thought you were talking about that speech. Oh, no, no, no. I was talking about the speech he gives when he's like first brought in. When he when he when he picks before he picks Oberyn to be his champion, mm-hmm. that's a great speech. Um, Mountain Rope Viper's an excellent episode. Uh, Hard Home. Yeah, I mean, I would have to like look at a list of episodes to even remember because so many of them kind of run together. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still think Battle of the Bastards was a better fight than Hard Home. Uh, just because it was it was Braveheart. It was you no know, the the battle scenes battle. were incredible shot. I think the significance, because for all intents and purposes, there was really no fight to be won at Hard Home. I think what fascinates me about that episode is, all right, it's the first time you really get to see one one in action. It's the first time you realize that Valerian Steel. We all know that just from from reading the books, but like this is the first time you realize Valerian Steel is significant. Has a can defeat these 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 fucking creatures and shit. Um, and like, like when he, when, like when that moment when fucking John's sword stops, destroys the fucking, oh, yeah. um, the ice sword. And it's like, and like the look on John's face, I get fucking shit. Like he's like, holy shit. Like this when means Sam something. kills the white Walker with the dragon glass. That's yeah. a fucking great moment in that episode. And just like, and then that fucking moment at the end of hard home when he, when the fucking night King just lifts his arm up and then every, like. Nothing has yeah. ever been more amazing than that. Just like hold, like this dude is the real. And deal. it was silent. That yeah, was the best part. Perfect. Just it's like, just, just a just, silent army. It's like oh I, shit. I think <laughs> it's gonna be because just knowing that Bran can see into the past, right? And we know that um, the Night's King, whatever, uh, was human before at at one point. Those the Green Seers or whatever put plunged that dagger into his oh, heart. Oh, the Children's Force. Yeah, to make him... Um, but do you think that's him, or do you think that's just one of them? Because they made a bunch. Because there's I a think theory... that's him. It looks just... It looks like him. Because there's a theory... And it says, like, just not to get into the IMDB knowledge of it, but that's who it is. Because, like, on the... um, In the books, there was the Night King who was a guy who used to be the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch... And then he like falls in love with a wildling, and then she becomes like a ghost or something. And then he—it's something like that though. And then, and then he fucking um it's a weak ghost part. Dog. Just, well, and, then, and then like he like he he abandoned his post as a knight commander, and he becomes like the knight king. Okay. So I, I was wondering like, um, you gotta send me a link to all these. Dude, fucking... I, dude, is I have a buddy that I used to go to UConn with, and that's like. Most of our correspondence is just like, <laughs> dude, you see that fucking stupid theory on Reddit? Because, like, there's so many bad ones out there. Like, Dario is Benjin. Benjin went to... Yeah, and we like, clearly... We already know that's not true. Like, even be, even beyond, like, the fucking cold hands thing. Even before that. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't... What is... How is that significant? There's no... Like, <laughs> yeah, well, how's cold hands going to live in the desert? <laughs> like, even, I know saying, but even, even before he was cold hands, you think he disappeared beyond the wall and then he ended up in... Essos? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's so it's so interesting to think about how interesting their lives are because they're living in this fantasy world where there's magic. And the thing, like, if we were to want to get into an adventure, we would look silly because we're walking around with swords in downtown Milford. You know what I mean? Like, there's no adventure to be have had. And that's, like, it's something that I try to apply to real life. Like, I want to believe that there's a chance that magic could be real. I know there's probably a 99% chance that it isn't, 
but just even holding on to that one percent chance yeah, makes my out by now. makes my <laughs> makes my life a little bit more interesting. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just to oh, hold definitely. hold that door open a little bit. I just that's why it's so f- like reading comics, getting into the show, getting into this book. I don't lose myself in the show as much as I do reading the book. I'm transported into this world when I'm reading the book. I'm there. I'm feeling it. I'm experiencing it because there's no one that can tell me what it looks like. Yeah. So I'm just Yeah, because you can you when you're reading a book, you're controlling what you what you're in total control of the of the setting of of the of the environment because mm-hmm. you like it's all coming they're describing it but the way they would see it is the the, the author would see it maybe different from how you see it. like you're in total control of like it's like a dream like you get to control how the environment looks as opposed to when you're watching a show you always have that thought in your head especially if you read the books already this isn't how I pictured this character to look yeah. this isn't mm-hmm. how I pictured this area to look oh this looks cool I never even thought about it this way like oh this is I never even like pictured Heron Hall to look like this, or I never pictured. But, I'm like, glad for some of the things that they've depicted for me because some of it I was like, I don't know what the fuck they're to, talking. Like, it's like yeah. I can't comprehend. Yeah, this. yeah. But like the thing about reading, like being immersed in reading, like when you get scared reading a book. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember reading <laughs> it when I was a kid, and there's a, uh, they talk about the scene after Georgie gets killed, his little brother, and he's going through a family album. And the way that he writes this, and I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. it he goes, the picture of Georgie in the album leered at him, and the <laughs> idea of a of a of a still photo leering at you was like, what, <laughs> what? I just saying, so scary. But there's something that's uh, horror movies scare me because I'm a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but the scary books, my imagination runs so yeah, much that yeah. I'm just like every creak. Could be because I'm in. I'm in it. That's why I love, love reading something good. It's just I would. I would like to see comics of uh, uh, Game of Thrones. They got some. Do they really? Yeah. Like graphic novels. Yeah. Any good? I haven't read any of them. I want to see what they look like. I want to see what their depictions of the characters. Well, you know what's interesting is that like, as good as this show is, it's kind of standard in terms of like how they come across with fantasy and medieval elements mm-hmm. because even from the descriptions of like some of the armor and shit in the books it's so much more fantastical like especially if you're, if you're going like um what's the fucking name of that site the it's like the westeros uh wiki um but like they'll have some the wiki of fire and ice it, 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 it actually yeah that's what it is, that's what it is. um uh there is they'll have drawings that are like a little bit like Almost identical to the descriptions of uh, of characters and in and uh, uh, armor and places that are like almost more identical to the, um, George R. R. Martin's uh, writing, and mm-hmm. it's like this is like this is some fucking armor like um, Rhaegar's armor is fucking amazing. I mean, you wouldn't even see that because it's not going to be in this show, but like it's some really amazing shit that you're not going to see just because just budget and then it's it's hard to it's so much easier to write something than it is to to make it a reality and make it look good. If I purchased armor. I would also get a green cloak, and I would walk around like Doctor Doom all the time. <laughs> um, favorite main character, Tyrion, right? Main character? Uh, no, Littlefinger. Oh. I love, I love everything about his character. I love the way he plays the Game of Thrones. He's not evil, but he's looking out for his own neck, and it makes me question whether he really loves Sansa or not. 
or if it's just this infatuation he had with Catelyn. That's definitely what it is. Definitely yeah, carried over. Because like when we, like. Then that means he's untrustworthy. You can't trust him. Oh, that was what made him untrustworthy. Like, yeah, we knew. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, I, I felt like if he really loved her, because that's what's. Uh, I don't know if he's speculating whether it was you or it was my mom, because she loves to talk to me about it. Um, if he's gonna um, sacrifice himself for Sansa, but he, if he's really not in love with her and it's just this infatuation, then no, he's probably gonna die. No, I, I don't. I, don't, I can't see. I could, I could never see that. It would have to be. I'm, I'm sure they could write the story that would get to that point, but the little figure as we know, I is he considered a main character? I think I would say yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He's my he's my hands down. I love it. I love the way he fucking like the way like the way he's even tra- talking to his prostitutes in his fucking whorehouse, and he's just like, listen, you gotta moan better. Okay, <laughs> yeah, this isn't gonna make any. Like Al Swearingen. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I was kind of upset that he was only in it for an episode. Yeah, I was shocked. I, was like, I, I was wanted so much more from I that I love that dude. Yo, he was an incredible actor, dude. He's so good. Deadwood, I mean, him and Deadwood just made me want to watch it. I would put him up there with Bill the Butcher as, like, favorite. Because he's not even really a villain. You know what I mean? He's supposed to be the bad guy, kind of, sort of, to Bullock's character, not the James Oh, he's subjects. definitely a villain. He's just... Super charming. Yeah. Charm, <laughs> dude. That's the thing with charm. You can get so much with fucking charm. Get so far. Yeah. <laughs> be a murderer, yeah. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could literally be Look a murderer. Look at a serial killer. Uh, what's his name? Is a big charmer. Bundy. Uh, yeah, Bundy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all it takes, man. <laughs> and they, like, they'll show him in courtroom, and he, like, uh, like the courtroom, and he's smiling, and it's like, oh, he doesn't. He's like a nice guy. Just let him go. It's fine. Who's your favorite, Brandon? Probably, I would have to say Tyrion. Tyrion? Yeah. He's he's, he's incredibly honorable, too. even though some of his actions may seem not to be. His fucking shitty dad yeah. was fucking his, his girlfriend. And then he also had the other girl that he was in love with. Like, <laughs> fucked by everybody. He fucked the village. Yeah. The whole village in front of him. What a piece of shit. Yeah, he's one of the... Yeah, like, if, in terms of just, like, evil... Tywin. He's, yeah, he's just... He's tops. Him and Ramsay... But like Ramsey's yeah. more insane. Like I mean, no, yeah, Tywin. No, he, no. So Ty- Tywin's definitely purely evil. I think Ramsey was more sadistic. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he was definitely evil. But I don't think Tywin just reveled in Ramsey just reveled in like uh, sadism, whereas Tywin was always. Proving a point, yeah. The point never like was he worth it. Like, like, yeah. like you prove your point to this guy by having your fucking son by having everybody who's available rape some girl because you don't want your kid fucking a prostitute. Yeah, like, I mean that's dude. And then you like, yeah, he's a, he's oh awful. Dude. That's yeah, that's incredibly. Yeah, he's probably the biggest. Well, you never run into heiress, but he was he was the Mad King supposedly. Yeah. So he was probably closer to Ramsey Bolton, uh, Ramsey Snow. Yeah. Than he was anybody else, but yeah, if I could be and Littlefinger still alive, it's probably one of the reasons why I like him so much. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've said it many times. I love Arya so much. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah, just fascinating. You must have loved the season finale. That I mean, that must dude, have been like... I was so because <laughs> to do a backflip. It was, so, yeah, dude. I, I fucking like I was sitting next to my dad on the couch. I was just like, yeah, I was like pumping my hand, fist in the air because I didn't see it coming at all. Because I totally thought you that even when he was eating the fucking soup. When did you know it was her? When she took the... Not when... It was right before she took it off. Because I knew... 
I still thought that she was. The previous scene is Jamie expressing his dis, his pure dislike of Walter Frey. So I thought, and then they had that moment where she um she kept catching Jamie's eye. Mm-hmm. I thought that Jamie had convinced her to kill, but I, like just 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 some servant girl to kill Walter Frey because like it makes sense that like that's the reversal that they want they wanted to happen in the show. They want you to think it's her, and then it suddenly like oh shit it's Arya. So it wasn't till like sec I was like, is that? Oh shit, that's fucking Arya. Because I was like, oh, Jamie just sent this chick to fucking because and then someone pointed out on um on Reddit, Arya was probably gonna kill Jamie too. He just wasn't interested. Because remember she kept catching his eye. Yes. And cause um Brian was like, That that girl wants to fuck you. He probably she probably would have lured Jamie into a room and then killed him too, but Jamie was so like he's Oh, that's a good point. I was like, that's fucking amazing. That's a like, really she had, good point. She was coming for everybody that day. Mm. But yeah, I was like, I didn't even know. I was like, when she, when like, it was like seconds before. They, it's like, I knew it was her when they held, whenever they hold the shot on someone's face like that. Yes. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, her, she's about to take off the. Um, well, that was something that we haven't talked about. Um, so when you find out that Jon Snow is uh, Lyanna's uh, son, there's a part where Eddard puts his sword down and they get like a, for a split second, they look at his sword and then they split to Lyanna in the bed. And they were saying that there is something to do with his sword in that scene. And I looked everywhere to see if anyone said anything about it. There was a thing about how... Azor Azai? Azor Ahai is like... He's supposed to be born under a bloody sun. Yeah, yeah, and there's a sun on the sword. And then yeah, there's, there's blood on the bed. Yeah. So it was like... I found it in a video. There's a bunch of videos Yeah, I saw something on Reddit like that. It was like, yeah. it was like it kind of fulfills the prophecy, but metaphorically. Like mm-hmm. that was... I was like, that's fucking fascinating. They think it's a shout out to that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. um... Which yeah, yeah. Arya, man, her story is just perfect for me. Like, I love it's, it. It's it's and I've and I think I've said this to you before, and I, I hope I didn't steal it from anybody. Uh, they're doing um, uh, Bruce Wayne's story of becoming Batman better than fucking Gotham is doing it because <laughs> yeah. she's Batman. Yeah, she lost both of her parents. She's going through her training to become this ultimate. I mean, Batman's not an assassin; he's a detective. Jack and Hagar is a racial ghoul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have saw his face just now. <laughs> oh no! But I mean, I, her story's I'm so fucking cool. Um, I feel. I lo- I mean, I love Sansa because she's a Stark, and I hate to see the things that have happened to her, but. She's another one that I don't trust her motives. I don't even know if she knows what she's doing. She thinks she knows what she's doing, but I think she... I trust her motives. I think she's just in over her head. I yeah. think, especially after having finally gotten over on Ramsey, I think she thinks she's more firmly in control than she she is. Yeah, like, cause even, like, once, like, when she, like... That moment when she says, when he's like, oh, my picture in my head of us, on this, and she's like, it's a pretty picture, and just like walks away. Like, oh, that was such cold. a cold moment. Yeah. And she's like so in control. I think she doesn't realize how not in control she she really is. Or she may not be, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then that's like secondary character. I love Varys. I love Lady, yeah. Lady Mormont just jumped yeah, so Lady high Mormont, up. Like, yeah, I know. From the, the first scene was like, this chick is amazing. And then the second one was like, Lady Mormont for fucking it's president, like, dude. It, like, it's like, who is writing this shit for her? Because, it's first of all, it's incredible. It's 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 uplifting? Is it more uplifting because a 10-year-old girl is saying it? Do you know what I mean? I think it is. And, uh, just because... And I think that's the way it's designed, is that 
she's the only one. It took a ten year old girl to call these people out on their honor. Mm-hmm. Like John had been doing it. It's it's, it's kind of like the thing I was saying. Like it'd be weird to be led by a ten year old girl because like wow, this girl is a smarter leader <laughs> than all of us. And it's the same thing where John had called each and every one of them out on their honor. But it wasn't until a 10-year-old girl, like, he's like, wow, a 10-year-old girl is calling me out on my own. Like, yeah, something's <laughs> fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, when John does it, like. Yeah, she was like, there. Like if, you know, she's like, I like, was there. Where somebody, the fuck like, were you? Like, if I called you a bad person, you'd be like, whatever, dude. I'll yeah. give a fuck. If a 10-year-old kid. It, it would bother me. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's general. <laughs> All right, Brandon. All right. Like, okay. <laughs> Um, if I call you a bad person, you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be like, hey, whatever. But if a ten-year-old kid, because like a ten-year-old kid is seen, like, for that person to even a ten-year-old kid to formulate that idea, it takes so much mm-hmm. to think to, for them, for their image of you to, to have to have broken so much that they think you have a, have a bad person. So it's just like, wow, this is a kid. Like, yeah, we fucked up. Like, and it's like, <laughs> well, you know, it, I mean, you know, what's interesting is like, and just to go back to like, I can think of things. Things that I haven't like, things that I don't like about the show that stick out more than my favorite episodes, like the episode when the cousins of the Lannisters get killed by the Karstarks, and then Rob decides that he's going to cut his uncle's head off or whatever the Karstarks' head off because they killed their prisoners, and the, that was supposed to be their bargaining chip to get Sansa back. He didn't have to. He decided to think like his father instead of thinking like a leader and cut their heads off, and then that was how he lost the majority of his forces and then had to go back to the phrase and then ultimately the red wedding happened. Yeah, but I don't I don't dislike that only because even in like even in our, in the real world it's so hard to get across consequences. You know what I mean? Like that was a huge thing. Like you know what I mean? They fucked up heavily and it's like that's and that's the only way he knows. You know what I mean? Because because Ned was his father, the only way that he knows to to get that point across is like you can't just you know like this. This has to be responded to in kind. It's a kind of like there's no other way he would have even thought of mm-hmm. respond like because like you can't just like a slap on the wrist is not enough because you right. want to be a firm leader. Like, yeah, because if he go, did nothing, they would have just yeah. Like your men yeah. might hate you for cutting off their his head, but they'll hate you even more. They won't respect you if you're just letting shit like that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I, I always wonder though if there could have been like a yeah, happy middle else. ground yeah. because he lost all the car starts yeah. after he did that, and I don't blame him. If you cut my dad's head off, I would be fucking pissed. But that's that's the thing. That's the weird thing about this show is what this world is what changes people's alliances. Uh huh. Because like for all intents and purposes, that's totally the laws of this world say that that's right. Uh huh. You know what I mean? So who's like what makes them of course you're going to be pissed off that your your fucking father's head got cut off <laughs> is it, i'm just thinking about that in terms of like the real world yeah 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 that's why it never worked out so well my dad's head got cut off that'd be so fucking oh weird in real world. but like, <laughs> like in that in that world it's just not sustainable your, your fucking dad's head got cut off but like shit like that happens all the time in terms of like you have to make these sacrifices for your allegiances like so many people were loyal to the mad king after he did totally fucked up shit because that's what you're supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I can't really... I can say... I can I can recognize it as a mistake, but I can't really be mad at Rob for doing it. Yeah. No, but it's just... You know in that moment that his relationship with his army is going to change. So, and the, all those points stick out to me, like where they went wrong mm-hmm. as opposed to things that it's I very, really like. It's a very like. Stannis move. It was like, I'd rather... 
these people dislike me, then <laughs> not respect me. You know what I mean? I thought you were going to say the thing that um, Scoot says. But that's the thing you could have, like, <laughs> like you were saying, could have. I'd rather see a skinhead dead. My brother's wearing blue and red. red. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Scoot. Scoot. Um, Maybe he could have chopped his fingers off or something. Like yeah, yeah probably something. something he could have done. Um, well, I hate to say this, gentlemen, but I have to. We have to wrap this up because uh, I got to work tonight. But yeah, this was a lot of fun, and we should. De- you definitely got to come back. So. Yeah, I mean, but that's actually that's all I have to say. Okay. About the end. Hey, that's, 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 that's the last thing I'm going to say about the show. I got everything out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love to. This was fucking. This was great. Yeah. Anything you want to talk about or plug or uh, let people know about? Uh, we got the Bleachers show uh, on the 23rd. Uh, that's uh, Scotty McDingdong's show in Bristol. Uh, so, yeah, check me out on the Finer Things uh, with Mike Fenoya <laughs> at the, the Finer Network. Things on the Kumia Network and uh, at DannyBoy3030 on, on Twitter. Words and music. Words and music. Yeah, that's uh, the 22nd. 27th. 27th, yeah, that's the week after. Uh, so the 27th of July is Words and Music at Cafe 9. It's a monthly showcase that we do. Uh, yeah, 250 State Street, so that's a blast. And, um, yeah, any ladies out there want to suck my dick, I, I'm ready. Hit them up. <laughs> nice. Sean? Uh, as always, at Highbrow Sean on Twitter and, uh, you know. Catch me around town. Just yeah, cool. and you could uh, find me at BrandonSmith203. And uh, ComedyLOL.com. And uh, hey, Ned's hey, dead. What do we say? What do we say? Till death. Death. Not today. <laughs> Not today. <laughs>